welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today, we are talking about the 2007 film B-Movie. It's just B-Movie. It's not a B-Movie. It's not the the B-Movie. No, it's just B-Movie. B-Movie. It's it's, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. My name is Sarah. I'm the mom of a five-year-old boy. And I am Briar Harvey, and I am the mom of a 19-year-old young woman, a nine-year-old boy, and a three-year-old boy. So, I'm not kidding, y'all. It's a bad fucking movie. I feel like the fact that it's titled B-Movie can be right, like two ways. Right? <laughs> like, it's not an A-Movie. It's a B-Movie. It's certainly not an A-Movie. It is... Honestly, so much of the... I hesitate to call it humor in this film, but jokes can be taken exactly the same way. No, there were a lot of lines that I think were meant to be funny, Mm -hmm. but in fact were profoundly questionable. I think this movie is absolutely a product of its time. Like, this movie is very much... 2007 I guess yeah but even I when I say that you know what no I think no. it wasn't even I think this is like a 90s the jokes in this are like 90s jokes it's like straight out of like the Seinfeld friends era of which comedy uh, right have you gone back and watched some of that stuff it hasn't aged right well yeah it's 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 oof. like and and I want to be clear here. I'm not a fan of the idea of canceling. Mm-hmm. And I don't belong to that particular camp where we cancel people. I think that's a dangerous idea. But sometimes jokes are bad. And sometimes the ways in which we tell jokes are bad. And mm-hmm. we should really examine that. I think, as a form of art, really. Mm -hmm. Like, so Chris Rock is in this movie, and he he talks a lot about being canceled and how he doesn't do college campuses anymore, blah, blah, blah. While I understand his reasoning, especially because jokes do require an incubation process, Mm -hmm. when we're talking about jokes and we're talking about humor, the idea of humor is to encourage a conversation to lead us somewhere potentially that we were not comfortable going with just a straight conversation and then to elevate the discussion and to you know better and brighter places Mm -hmm. that's the idea this movie does not do that this movie does not do that I'm trying to get, like, a reference point for, like, what else was happening culturally in 2007. So this movie was uh, nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Animated Picture against the Simpsons movie and Ratatouille. So this is the year, it's the year after um, Cars, Happy Feet, and Monster House. And it's the year before Wally, Bolt, and Kung Fu Panda. But then in 2000, so some things, some other things that were nominated in 2007, let's go with TV because I feel like that's the closest 
like of the moment pop right. culture for that right. period. Um, so for drama, the nominations were Mad Men, Big Love, Damages, Grey's Anatomy, and House. For comedy, it was Extras, 30 Rock, Californication, Entourage, and Pushing Daisies. So I think that's pretty... I think you could take that as, like, what actually was happening in comedy at that time. And if you take the comedy of 30 Rock and compare it to the comedy of this movie, it makes this movie look dated. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to me. As... So... I... There was a lot of this movie, and it could have just been me, that felt like Jerry Seinfeld's animated fantasy life. Yeah, definitely. It was He was playing Jerry Seinfeld if Jerry Seinfeld was a B. Correct. He was yep. Barry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. That's who he was. <laughs> yeah. Because I... Barry... So... And, I didn't watch this until this morning, and I okay. only watched this once because I, I forced was only... myself to watch it twice. You are a braver woman than I. But even still, I wasn't paying like all my attention to it. So. No, I, I, I did my small screen viewing of this one so that I was forced to watch it, and I twigged on immediately as soon as we got to the car, right? Because Jerry Seinfeld is known for nothing if not his fucking cars, Mm -hmm. right? So, Barry's car, why does a 17-year-old or 9-day-old He would be 21 years old. Okay, 21-year-old has a really (laughs) nice... Because this movie... So, I'll tell you why he's driving the car he does. Because this movie is The Graduate with bees. <laughs> it makes so many callbacks to that The Graduate. That is an astute the analysis, car. actually. I'm, I'm with you, 100%. Head cannon accepted. The car is absolutely a callback to the MG that Dustin Hoffman drives mm-hmm. famously in The Graduate. There's yep. the whole pool oh, scene. The pool <laughs> like scene? Right the graduation the scene. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so much here mm-hmm. now that I, I didn't twig on, well caught Sarah, <laughs> I am impressed. Because yes, that's, that's all there. So it was can bad. We, can we can we just can we talk yeah. about how many movies they tried to cram into yeah. this one movie? Yes! Thank you! It is four movies. They could have made this four movies. There are four distinct and absolute plots that they could have just run with one of them and made a movie with. You've got the, um, let's see, oh yeah, no, here it is. We have the legal battle, his life in the hive, right? the world dying, (laughs) and Barry's relationship with Renee Zellweger. So, you could have done a complete movie of Barry being unhappy with the life of a bee and trying to become one of the bee uh, pollinators, right? We you call done... that movie Ants. You could do was... that whole movie. That, that right? movie was Ants, because... You could yes. do a whole movie on the whole bees aren't being paid for their honey and they sue humans. You could do a whole movie on that. And, and and we're going to have to talk about some of the casual racism and anti-Semitism yeah. in that particular yeah. film 
because holy shit, the call is coming from inside the house, y'all. That was, oh, wow. You could do a whole movie on ants or bees decide to take a break and then the world dies because they're not pollinating, right? You could do a movie on that. Bees on strike. Bees on strike, which I feel like was trying to drive home a broader point Mm -hmm. about bees and... Like, that was the part that I felt, the only part that I felt was directed at children, was Mm -hmm. we should take care of the bees, because Mm -hmm. if the bees die... But it was so fucking heavy-handed. like... like 15 minutes. Also 15 (laughs) minutes. And the last 15 minutes, and by then the kids have checked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And then you could have done, like, a full-on The Graduate with bees with Barry and Renee Zellweger. You could have just done that. Like, that and, is four But do we have movies. to? Because that part was fucking creepy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> really fucking creepy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Patrick Warburton played his role mm-hmm. such as it was to perfection. And I want to give a shout out there because <laughs> he was, for as far as I was concerned, the only really good portion of this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's just. I, they just needed to pick a lane. They needed to pick a lane. Like, I I don't know that I've ever actually uttered the words, but this cartoon movie had too much plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've never uttered those words. Those words will never come out of your mouth again. Yeah. Because this doesn't... I, like, and again, it's... As always, my complaint here comes back to DreamWorks, because as the production house in charge, I feel like they should, they have a responsibility to know that they are producing ostensibly an animated film for children, mm-hmm. and we've seen this over and over with DreamWorks movies. They don't Mm -hmm. seem to care that they are planting ideas into children's minds without any concern for what the potential damage might be. This movie needed a script doctor. So fucking bad. All right. So we're in agreement there. Let's talk about the people in this movie because do we have to again, I want to say, this is a 1990s movie. Mm-hmm. You've got Jerry Seinfeld, Renee mm-hmm. Zellweger, Matthew mm-hmm. Broderick, Patrick Warburton, John Goodman, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, Barry Levinson, Megan Mullally, Rip Torn, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Richards, Larry King, Larry Miller, Jim Cummings, John DiMaggio, who we've talked about a hundred times, mm-hmm. Ray Liotta, and Sting. I Okay, I, I also pay- want to say... Ray Liotta being angry Ray Liotta was somewhat enjoyable. Yes. But it, kids aren't going to get that. Kids no, they're not. They have no idea who that is. They have and it's no not idea. Funny it it, they it doesn't know. mean anything. No. no. That was for the adult. And again, if, if we argue that the part of the movie that was for children was the last 15 minutes, they've checked out long by the time we get to the heavy-handed application of mm-hmm. that story. But okay, so so let's do oh, let's do the let's do the courtroom trial first, cause holy shit. Yeah, I I don't. I, 
Okay, no, you wanted to talk about people. Do we have to? No, no, we don't have to talk about people. What I want to talk about is, because it's directly relevant to the courtroom portion of this movie. Okay. Okay, so Barry says in the beginning that they spent three years in primary school, three years in high school. Three days. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Three days in primary school, three days in high High school, school. three Three days days in in college. We'll have to assume that they don't go immediately into primary school. Probably. So let's give them three days of being a child. Okay, sure. So we're 12 days old. That means they've been that they have been alive for 12 human days. Yes. If we assume that they're 21 when they graduate college, which I think is like a, a good assumption, that means that 12 human days is equivalent to 21 B years. One human day is almost two B years. So lawsuits don't just go to trial. Oh, but no, we're just, <laughs> we're not talking. Uh, I'm and, sorry. Uh, when did you assume that we were dealing with any form of reality within oh, this no, film? Also, when Barry is in the pool and his parents come to talk to them, him, his dad said, it's been three days. So that's another 12 years. No, wait. That's another six years of his life that he has spent, like, moping around the house. Doing nothing. No wonder his parents are annoyed. (laughs) And, again, we've already thrown reality out entirely. But I would just like to point out, based on my very limited research of bees, that none of this could even happen because Barry couldn't exist because all the drones are female. So a bumblebee li- lives for 28 days, which this isn't because bu- bumblebees don't make. No, honeybees. Honeybees. Honey 122 to 152 days. Which would okay. make them. Which. So if a human day is the equivalent to two bee years. They live for 300 B years? You're, 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 you're trying far what? too hard to make what? some... You're, you're trying way too hard to make sense out of a thing that makes no sense. So no, we'll just forget their sense. concept of B time. Well, then I have one other okay, thing fine. I need go to right talk ahead. about. Go right ahead. Let's go right ahead. Barry says they live on two cups of honey a year. Uh, no, you're trying to, again, we're at math now. But their pool is filled with honey. They use it for all their personal care needs. They use it to brush their teeth. It's deodorant. They wash their hands with it. And it fuels their cars. I What I couldn't get my head around was if it's, if it's so endangered... And they use so much of it. And they got it back. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I, n- yeah. None of that, legi- <laughs> honestly. Like, there's no way that any of this functionally made sense. And so here's my other thing about kids' movies. And we come back to this a lot. Kids have a very finely tuned bullshit meter. Mm-hmm. They're not going to stick around for this because they will. But I don't understand they're mm-hmm. going to ask the math mm-hmm. questions. They're going... Uh, mine, m- mine couldn't even be bribed into this one. 
<laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. My kid watched it. I don't know what that says about my kid. <laughs> <laughs> so the three-year-old did come and check out the bees. Mm-hmm. Like, he was very... The animation in and of itself is decent. It's, it's bright. It's bright. It's colorful. Oh, my husband pointed out that it reminds him something like a ride movie that you would come across in, like, Disney or Universal. So that's like... really interesting because they built in those mm-hmm. roller coaster themes to... It did feel theme parkish. Mm-hmm. might be a good word for it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why my kid liked it. I don't know. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. So... We talked about how good the world building is in a movie like Zootopia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is like the exact opposite of that. The world building in this movie is awful. There's so, no time spent to anything in regards to the bees. Everything None runs on honey. Mm-hmm. The bees do all of the work, but they die constantly. Like, I, there was just... Man, it was so bizarre. (laughs) And none of it, you're right. Like, uh, uh, the bee jocks, also Mm -hmm. scientifically, holy shit inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm... (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) I can't even express the level of annoyance that I have about turning... What is arguably one of the Earth's few matriarchal cultures <laughs> into this whatever the fuck this was supposed mm-hmm. to be, but was actually filled with racism yeah. and misogyny and yeah. just again. So, okay. So the trial? It's awful. It's bad. Yeah. We won't even talk about how the law was bad. Yeah. Oh, man. I Like, I can't even bring you a specific example because it was just left and right everywhere. It was so bad. And then... There's a spot where they're talking about, like, slavery. Like, they're right. equating it to slavery. Right! And then they they show the bench of lawyers and the one black guy scoots Holy away. Holy shit, and the black guy moving away. Yeah. I, I'm glad I wasn't the only yeah. one who, like, I literally, I took my glasses off and I set them aside and I went, holy fucking shit. And then there's also a throwaway line about him being, somebody being Jewish. There were a couple of throwaway yeah. lines about Jewish. But there was one specifically Jewish, but... referencing, like, the way a Jewish person looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, I mean, I I like, like you said, I, I, I'm not fully on board with cancel culture. I think there's like gotta be some leeway given to people for things they did and said like 15, 20 years ago in a different time. But this movie isn't of its time. And I think it needs to be canceled. (laughs) The movie itself should be. So here's a, I'm not about canceling people. Unless they commit actual crimes. Mm -hmm. So we could... But movies, films, pieces of culture, we can absolutely look at it and say, no, I'm sorry, this should not be willfully consumed. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm saying choose. No, so what I'm saying is, 
that there's movies that are problematic that I think should stay around because I think like what Disney's doing where they're putting disclaimers on movies about yeah. what's problematic about them is absolutely the correct way to do it. And then you make your own decisions based on them. I'm saying that this movie should actually be gotten rid of. It should just go away. It has nothing, nothing of value to it. If this movie disappeared off the face of the earth, no one nobody would, would be worse for it. No, no one would be worse for it. <laughs> However, so I'm not... That's it feels too much like burning a book to me. Yeah. So what <laughs> I am in favor of instead is a movie like this should be re-rated. This mm-hmm. is not a PG movie. Mm-hmm. This should be an R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you want adults to watch this, fine. If you as an adult want to watch this movie as a view of what we thought in 2007 was, but it's not. But I it's don't not even. But again, no, you're right. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> and we haven't. And that's not to say, oh my God, we were so much better than this in 2007. No, because we were. No, because let's talk about let's this. talk about the person if we could potentially cancel anyone in this film. We could and should and haven't yet, and I still can't figure out why. Have not canceled Jerry Seinfeld. How is he keep holding on? Wait, he dated like a seventeen-year-old, right? I think she was sixteen. Yeah, I think like, she was sixteen. Wasn't that like in the height of Seinfeld, like the show? Right. Yeah. And and it was a total grooming situation. Oh too. yeah, it was gross. Yeah. And I feel re- we've had this conversation so many times. We really have. You know, you like it's. We had to literally stop talking about how many problematic actors we've come across because it just became the dominant conversation. And it, it's not the point of why we started this podcast, right? Like we, we are having it again, again and again and again and again because this seems to be when we talk about art, when we talk about culture, what, where is the line? I don't know. You have to make that decision for yourself and you have to, and, and you have to allow the decision other people make for themselves to be okay, even if you may not agree, is, I think, where we so often have to fall. Mm-hmm. And it's an uncomfortable place to be, because this movie, <laughs> God, and it's so bad. God, it's so bad. Does it... I'm certainly not showing it to my children. Mm-hmm. Should you... Should we show it to our children? I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually know. I mean, yours is young. Mm-hmm. And isn't going to remember any of this. And you only watched it the two times. He's probably not gonna ask for it again if this was a movie he tried to make the movie that he watches all the time i would not let that happen and i was just about to ask i guess that's the best way to explain how i'll handle a movie like this so because with if my nine-year-old had deigned to watch it we might have had a good conversation about bees Right? Mm-hmm. There, in that third or fourth movie. No, that's the <laughs> third movie. In the third movie, there was a potential for conversation, although very heavy handed, 
and here again, film and culture <laughs> and what we're trying to do with it. So this was on the heels of Happy Feet, you said. Mm -hmm. So I can see where we were very much in that we should use kid movies to try and get our kids to understand how important some of these issues mm -hmm. are. But I think, didn't we agree that Happy Feet failed at that too? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like when it, you do it in such a heavy-handed way, kids aren't picking up on it. No, it, it, in a they, bleak way. They resent I guess it is, I don't know. is what it feels like to me, and and I've watched my kids with this, like because Happy Feet was one of our favorites for a while, mm -hmm. much to my general disdain of that mm -hmm. one, because the penguins and the dancing and the music and it's cool, right? But that's the part that was cool. Never ever like they all check out at the mm -hmm. end where we're talking about saving the penguins we don't watch that mm -hmm. bit mm -hmm. i guess so from my own experience with my kid he isn't or doesn't want to pick up lessons like that from a movie like this. Mm -mm. He wants to watch something like an episode of Wild Kratts where they explain without trying to make it an allegory. You know, like they're just going to say what's wrong and what we can do to fix it. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like teaching a kid how to um, understand their emotions or, you know, concepts like that. This is about teaching a kid about an actual cause and effect situation. Right. And right? they do it badly. They do it very, very badly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Perhaps... And almost in like a terrifying way. Yes. Where like if your kid really was taking this to heart and then you go outside someday and he doesn't see any honeybees, like, is he going to freak out about that? Like, is he going to start to worry that the when world is going to like comes end? that year? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to be freaking out because the bees aren't doing their job pollinating? I mean, honestly. Because it happens in like three days. We'll just say three days because that seems to be the timeline for everything happens in three days in this Everything movie. happens in threes <laughs> in this movie, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This this isn't a good movie. This is a no. Bad it's movie. it's a really it's a really really bad movie in many many unfortunate ways, but I just I think the benefit that I have had homeschooling for so many years is that I actually do have a fairly good understanding of how kids mm -hmm. tweak to things right, and when they learn something. It's usually from asking a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. This movie does not ask the right questions. And because the movie itself does not ask the right questions, the kids don't ask the right questions from it. You know, and DreamWorks is hit or miss. We did, as I recall, How to Train Your Dragon, and that one was good. And certainly better at asking particular questions. But Shrek mm -hmm. was terrible. This is mm -hmm. terrible. And so many mm -hmm. other DreamWorks films 
What else have we done that was theirs? Uh, f- the fucking minions. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, do we even have to talk about that? I mean, that movie is good, but our actual review of that movie is bad actors. Mm-hmm. It was one of the ones where we decided we didn't even want to talk about in, about the actors anymore because mm-hmm. all we're doing is cataloging bad behavior. And here, we haven't even talked about, I guess it was somewhat appropriate in that Renee was late 20s, early 30s, but the relationship was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, really weird. Like, bordering on creepy weird. And we're just all supposed to be okay, I guess, with the idea of a human and a bee having a relationship that's fine I also and they, want to know, like, they built it in right because there were yeah i hope she's b-ish mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like it would have been okay if he was dating a beetle <laughs> so weird so weird <laughs> um yeah I just, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say, what more to say about this movie. Like, I really just, I don't know what to say about this movie. It was bad. It was bad. It should feel bad. It should not be watched. I would Mm not... I'm fine that they didn't really care, and if it became one that did somehow get into sequence, I would probably cut it off. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Agreed. So, no age, adults, honestly, I'm, like, I would legitimately you said rated R. Yeah. of re-rating this movie. I'm giving it a Disney, like, it's not a Disney movie, but giving it a Disney-like. Like, this movie contains racism and right, a whole like, host of the things. Disney Plus rate, so... Anti-Semitism, this is over racism. On Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Netflix does not do any of those kinds of warnings, not on the kids' side either. Do they do, like, violence? I think they might do violence. And like bloodshed and stuff there, like that, I, I but think not, but not any really significantly meaning. And there's no way to filter that stuff out either. Mm-hmm. You know, initially, I remember being very unhappy about all of the Disney movies going over to Disney Plus, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality of what has happened is that my kids only go to Netflix for very specific things, mm-hmm. and they're usually shows. Mm-hmm. They're it's Minecraft or it's total drama, whatever. My kids have been watching Storybots all day today. Storybots is another one. There's a lot of... The shows are of themselves fairly high quality, but they don't go over there for movies anymore, and I'm not honestly Mm -hmm. that sad. 
when we watch a movie, we tend to actually go to Disney, and I hate having to have 85 streaming services. I do hate mm-hmm. having to have 85 streaming services. But in this way, it's much easier to figure out specifically what they're watching and whether or not they should be watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, we can say no YouTube until you are 12 years old, and that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no account for him. He can watch the YouTube videos that are approved on his Amazon tablet. Mm-hmm. Where I know that yeah. they are screened. Right. Same here. Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> the, the, it's the media saturation for our kids. And this movie yeah. really highlights in so many ways... How important it is to, to, because this, it's just, honestly, this is such an innocuously bad movie, but. Yeah. It's bad. It's Mm -hmm. really, really bad. Yep. Yeah. I have nothing positive to say about this movie. So give it a, do you have stars? Do you have any stars? Is a big old goose egg zero. Goose egg? Do we have any of those? Uh, yeah, I think we do. Probably happy feet. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that may well Let's be. See. Check in the good old calendar for ratings. B-movie. Yeah. It's a zero from me. It's a zero for me, too. It was just... Did you cry any time in this movie? other than from pure frustration and boredom. No, no. There were a couple of moments where I did want to hurl the tablet, but sure. no yeah. no tears of anything other than rage and irritation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. It's a big nope. That's what it is. It's a big nope. Mm-hmm. So next week, next episode, we're going to do something fun instead. Sure. What did we decide on? <laughs> <laughs> this was so bad, it knocked it clean out of your head, huh? <laughs> well, Megamind. no, I know it. Which, which is another DreamWorks movie. So are we going to watch Megamind having both thought it was a good movie to discuss and not problematic and realize that it's in fact incredibly problematic like every other DreamWorks movie we've watched except for How to Train Your Dragon? Because our biggest issue with How to Train Your Dragon was the father, the father figure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, let's not get our hopes up too high on the next one. But I we're guess Mega Mind. <laughs> we have, because I'll be honest, I've watched that one several times, even fairly recently, and not mm-hmm. found it terribly problematic. So, it, okay, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> because you're right. There's just. <laughs> I have found there to be a significant difference in how I watch a movie for enjoyment Mm -hmm. when my kids are watching the movie and how I watch a movie critically for one of our Mm -hmm. episodes. 
mm-hmm. whether I watch it once or twice or 50 times, it doesn't matter. Yeah. When I'm watching it with the, we're going to record an episode about this this movie, what's wrong with it? God, there's always something wrong with it. <laughs> yep. Almost always there's something wrong with it. Yeah. It's, that's interesting to me. Is it, is it because we're, we're looking for there to be something wrong with it or because we're just not actually evaluating it critically in the way that you would? I think it's because I so often just put a movie on for my kid and don't actually pay attention to what's on the TV. When we first started having the conversation that led to this podcast, it was because we were talking about movies that we had seen dozens of times and mm-hmm. now had opinions about. Mm-hmm. Which tells me that it takes, as the parent, dozens mm-hmm. of times before it seeps into your consciousness mm-hmm. for you to register the complaint yep. that, oh, this is actually a problem. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. For sure. So we're doing the work for you. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Or not sorry. I don't know. It's kind of ruined kids' movies for me, mm-hmm. but it's fine. It's still... Yeah. No, because the good ones are still good, and the good ones are still enjoyable. And they are. We they're have... just They're just fewer and far between. That mm-hmm. That is... I'll yep. say they're fewer and far between. Far now. They're farer. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I'm not sure that's a word, but I'm making it one today. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And as many problems as I have with Disney, I also love Disney, but I, like, I can see Disney for what it is. I'm not blinded by that. They're, they're much better at this than right. a lot like, of other animation studios. In, in many ways, I look at old Disney and all of the problems that I have with old Disney and can see very clearly that Disney, too, sees all of the problems mm-hmm. with old Disney because, especially with their newer stuff, it's the stuff I really do genuinely mm-hmm. love because it's so deeply, deeply thought out and so... Like, it, right. They care and then, about what our kids are learning, and that means something. Mm-hmm. And so then on the flip side of that, granted, DreamWorks hasn't been around for as long, but they don't seem to be learning that lesson. No. But we'll see. Hmm. Megamind is from when? Oh, I don't know. You can't throw questions like that at me. We just decided on Megamind. Megamind is from 2010. So... Three Maybe. years after this yeah. one. Yeah, 2010. Three years yeah. after this one. We'll see. I Let's guess we'll see. <laughs> and we'll see y'all then, y'all. You can find us at Latchkey Movies on Instagram and Facebook at our website, latchkeymovies.com. If you would like to call and complain at us about any of our opinions and or bad facts, Please do so. That number is 402-885-4875 or latchkeymovies at gmail.com. As always, it's been a joy and a privilege, and we will see y'all next time. 
Bye.